Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. Hello, men. Welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. My wife keeps bringing up my past mistakes. What do I do? So this is a common problem that happens uh, with guys. They come and ask me about this, what they should do. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, Again, my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So in my program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy, I like to share some of the wins from guys for the week. So you know, guys come in in different situations, uh, whether that's recovering from infidelity or just, you know, the sex life isn't quite there and, or just the mentally emotional connection isn't there. There's codependency or maybe it's more severe. There's separation or divorce, but you know, one of the guys in the program right now, you know, recovering from infidelity and is just having great connections with his wife in all ways, you know, it, it really can happen you know, even after infidelity, um, guys are able to turn conflicts into more connection. One guy I was really proud of this week. He, you know, had a conflict that happens often, you know, he and his wife kind of got into it, but they were able to recover, right? He was able to set some appropriate boundaries. They were able to get through it. Um, just so cool to see where this would have been a, a big problem before they were able to work it out and just get to an agreement that worked for both of them. Um, just uh, amazing, right? Uh, one of the guys used to have a lot of struggles with like spending time with in-laws, but this time when he went, he was able to just choose his attitude, right. And act in a fun, attractive way. He had a great time there, showed a great example to his wife, right. Of how he was becoming a different person. Okay. So cool. Um, managing anxieties about the past. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's hard to remember, to, remember things that have happened and get through those. So guys are able to calm themselves down and kind of get through those. Okay. Um, another guy I was really proud of, you know, a lot of times after we come home from work, we have a stressful day, right? It can be easy to take that out on our kids, but you know, as, uh, this gentleman, he's learning more about managing his own emotions. He just took a little break before he walked into the house. And then what would have turned into in the past, everybody being upset, turned into him setting the example of having a good attitude and just had a great evening with his family. So cool. Um, saying great weekends, you know, with the whole family. Um, so just really cool things, catching negative thinking patterns, seeing them start to change. You know, that's what it's about. We have these negative patterns, thinking, feeling, and acting, and we go through them some stages, right? Where we have to kind of catch them at first. And so guys, they're catching them, right? And starting to shift them. And it's just so cool to see that progress. Um, so for me, you know, I talk a lot about listening on here, but, uh, you know, something I'm still very actively working on and, um, you know, just this morning, my wife asked me to take some things out, but I kind of like, I don't know. I just like misinterpreted that. I took some, some things out that she didn't ask me to, and didn't take the things out that she did. Um, so the strategy I'm starting to use and want to start building as my mental rehearsal is, uh, just really visualizing the things that she asked me to do. I'm kind of more of a visual person. So hearing things sometimes isn't quite enough. I have to actually picture it. So I'm going to start just applying that more, uh, to listen to my wife and looking forward to see how that works. So again, coming back to the, the topic of today's program, uh, today's episode. So a lot of times men, they complain about their wife bringing up their past mistakes, right? So maybe that's infidelity. That's a big one, right? Well, you, you were unfaithful to me. So, you know, how could you ever do that to me? You know, 
I mean, that's a big one. It hurts, right? Uh, not listening. Oh, you never listen to me. You don't, you know, you, you never care what I say. You're, you, you weren't there for me at this important time, or you're just not there for me, period. Or you don't stand up with me for me to your parents or whatever, right? Now, typically guys' responses are something like this. Look, we can't fix the past. Let's just move forward. We've already talked about this. I can't do anything about that. Let's just keep going. Okay. So, and it's understandable, right? And I don't know, guys typically don't do this a lot, at least to each other. You know, they don't really bring up the past a lot. Although a lot of times we just kind of think about it. We just don't bring it up, right? Someone lose our trust and we just kind of, you know, hold it against them and never bring it up. Sometimes we do that or, you know, it's just not a common, a very common way for guys to communicate with each other to, to bring up past mistakes. But what women kind of do, right? But guys get the wrong impression of this. We've got to understand why our wife is bringing up the past. Because um, a lot of guys think they're doing it. Your wife's doing that just to like punish you, just to make things hard on you, right? She's just being mean. That's what some guys think about why she's bringing up the past. Some guys think, well, she just can't forgive me, right? She just can't move on. She just doesn't have enough spiritual or emotional strength to forgive me. Okay. That's why she keeps bringing up the past. She's just kind of mentally weak, right? She has to keep bringing this up. Okay. She's just living in the past. She can't move forward again. Some kind of like defect on her part that she keeps bringing up the past. So the problem with all these thoughts, right? Is it's about you, right? It's about you. It's not about her. So she's trying to punish me. Okay. So again, it's about me. You know, she's causing me pain by bringing up the past. She can't forgive me right? She's a problem. She can't move forward. So that's hard on me, right? Me, me, me. So all these are really selfish reasons that we think she's bringing up the past. And that's part of the problem, right? So, and again, kind of that one-up mentality again, that, well, she's emotionally weaker than I am. You know, she can't forgive me. She can't move forward. I would be able to move forward, right? She's done stuff that I could forgive, that I've forgiven. Why can't she forgive me, right? So all of that thinking, it's part of that same problem, that one-up mentality that's very unattractive, but very common for high-achieving guys to have, okay? But we want to understand what's the real reason. Why is she really bringing up the past mistakes, okay? The real reason is that she doesn't feel heard or understood, probably both currently and in the past. Because, okay, here's what happens. So when a person is traumatized, right, you've done something to your wife that has traumatized her. That could have been something big, like an affair. That's an obvious trauma, right? But other traumas are a little bit more, um, not as obvious, right? They're slower. Um, you know, you, you didn't show up for something. You didn't listen a bunch of times. You didn't prioritize date nights. You didn't really, uh, you know, make her birthday special, right? You might, you might be like, oh, like those aren't a big deal, but they stack up over time, right? And she just starts feeling not valued. She starts feeling not safe right? Talking about the three pillars of intimacy. She can't really trust you, right? Maybe you just don't communicate very well with her. And so intimacy starts dropping. So at the end of the day, she's bringing up the past because she feels hurt, right? She doesn't feel hurt. She doesn't feel understood. She feels hurt. She has an injury. She has a trauma. So there's something called triggers in trauma, Basically, something happens that reminds us of the past. Okay, so an obvious one might be if you had an affair, right? And then she sees you looking at another woman. Okay, as soon as that happens, that brings up all of her past trauma. If we think of this as a, in a physical way, it's like she has a, a cut and you cut her, right? You're the one that did it. So you cut her. 
Okay. So that's kind of like starting to heal. We're getting to this analogy even more a little later, but it's, it also kind of got infected over time because you kind of didn't heal it. You kind of kept doing the same problem. So, you know, it didn't really get healed all the way. So it's kind of there. It's kind of infected. So anytime that you even like touch that wound, it just brings up all that old pain, right? So like if you had an affair and then you just happen to glance at this other woman, right? Maybe you weren't even really like checking her out. You just like saw her move. Um, someone who hasn't had an affair, right? There, his wife probably wouldn't get that upset, but your wife does because she has that wound there and you caused it. Okay. So it's a trigger, right? She's sensitive to this kind of thing. Now, again, it may, if it's not an affair, it's something else. But the point is you did something to hurt her at some point, And now she's sensitive to you hurting her again in a similar way, even if it's not exactly the same, it's just kind of similar. And again, often it has to do with these things, those three principles, right? Trust, communication, intimacy. If she just can trust you to do things, anytime you break even a small promise, that's going to remind her of the other big promises that you broke, right? If you're not listening to her, it might remind her of a big time that you didn't listen to her. Okay. So all these things, they're, uh, they're triggers, their traumas. If you want to think of it as a physical wound, she has a wound there that's infected. So any little thing's going to bring it up. Okay. So in short, your wife's bringing up the past, not because she's trying to be mean, not because she has poor emotional control, but because you hurt her, man. Like you're the one that hurt her. So she's bringing it up to let you know, Hey, like I'm hurting here. Okay. That's what's going on. That's why she's bringing up the past. Okay. And she's afraid you're going to hurt her again. Okay. So she's hurt. She's like, Hey, look, man, this hurts here. Don't hurt me there again. This hurts, right? That's what she's bringing up. So again, she's seeing those same behaviors now and those remind her of the past. And it may not be direct. Again, it may be kind of indirect. So what you need to understand is she's basically saying, you know, like, look, man, you cut me right here. I'm bleeding. It's infected, right? And then when you're like, oh, you know, just move on. Like, you know, can't we just put the past in the past? She's like, dude, look, I'm bleeding. Like I'm hurt. I've got an infected wound. And you're like, oh, let's just put this in the past. Can we move forward? Okay. So that's why it's so problematic and never works for you to say things like, let's move on. So again, just think of it like she's saying, I'm hurt and you hurt me, man. So like, you know, you saying, let's just move forward. Let's put the past in the past. Why won't you forgive me? When you talk about me this way, it hurts me. That one's the worst, right? She's like, look, man, you cut me, it's bleeding, right? And you're just like, hey, when you talk about that, it hurts me. Oh my gosh, so selfish, so negative. You know, think about how ridiculous that would be if like literally she had like a cut that was like gushing blood and she's like, hey, like you cut me, it hurts. And you were like, oh, don't make it, you know, stop talking about that. It makes me feel bad. That'd be so stupid, but that's what guys do. Okay. When their wife brings up the past, they treat it that way. Okay. So uh, again, and when you say stuff like that, you're trying to protect yourself, right? Cause look, when she brings up your past mistakes, it does hurt, right? It's not really fun to hear about that, what you did wrong in the past. But when you're trying to protect yourself and not her, again, you're, you're perpetuating the same problem. And it's like, you cut her with a knife, Right. Then she's bleeding. And then you're like complaining that she's bleeding on you. Like, oh, you're bleeding on me. Stop that. (laughs) She's like, dude, you cut me. I'm bleeding. Like I need some help here. So again, you're making it about you instead of her. It's all part of the same problem, right? So you hurt her and now you're ignoring her 
Okay. Now you're still making it about you. You're being selfish, you're being hurtful. Okay. Narcissistic, sadistic, if you want to call it that way. But yeah, selfish and hurtful. Okay. So again, she's bringing it up because she's hurt. Okay. That's what's going on. So just remember that. Remember that. Remember that. So here's an example of a problematic conversation. So your wife, you know, brings up the past. She says something like, Hey, you didn't take out the trash. It's just like when you didn't support me with your parents. Right. So you say something like, man, what are you talking about? Like, it's not the same. That's crazy. Right. So again, that's like, again, saying like, you know, you're not actually bleeding, basically telling her like you're stupid for being hurt. Right. So you, so you say something again, you're like, Oh, what are you talking about? That's crazy. So she gets more angry. Well, I'm crazy. I can't believe you. I can't believe you would say that. Right. You're like, what are you talking about? But again, you're forgetting when you go that way, you're forgetting that she's just trying to express hurt, right? Or maybe you tell her to just move on. You're like, oh my gosh, we talked about that so many times with my parents. Can't you just move on? Can't you just forgive me? Right. Again, that's saying like, okay, you're hurt, but like, just deal with it, right? Or you're bleeding, stop bleeding on me, right? And just get healed up. Right? So again, then she probably will get more angry. Move on. Like, how can I move on when you don't just do one little thing, like take out the trash? So again, you're, you're like, man, why is she talking about the trash? But what you have to remember is just bringing up those old hurts. Okay. She's hurt. Whatever you're doing in the present is bringing up the hurt from the past. Okay. But remember you put it there. You're the one that hurt her. Okay. And you can help her heal from it, but it's not going to be like this. It's not going to be by telling her she's crazy or telling her that she just has to move on, right. Or stop bringing it up. Right. None of that's going to work. Okay. Or you like, you make it about you. Well, you know, that hurts my feelings when you bring up the past and then she's, and then she's going to get again, more mad. Right. So like, so she'll be like, well, you don't like when I bring up the past. Well, I don't like when you don't do anything that you say you're going to do. And it just turns into this problem, right? You guys are both upset. Nobody feels good. Okay. So again, think about it. Like it's a wound that you caused her. It's a sensitive area little things are going to bring back that pain. It's a trauma. Okay. Another way I think about it is a wound that's like it's infected and it needs to be drained out. Right. Okay. And the way it drains out, it's by expressing herself, expressing her pain. Look, it doesn't feel good when that pus falls out on you, right? When it's, when it's all like oozing out and it's gross. Right. And she's telling you all the million things you did wrong. Like it doesn't feel good, but think about it like a wound that's draining out. Okay. That's the way you want to think about it. Okay. So your job is you need to let it out and you need to heal it through understanding. Okay. Understanding that's like, you know, putting the bandage on, that's like, you know, uh, cleaning the wound out, right. Putting disinfectant on it. Okay. The worst thing that you can do, right. Is just try to push all that pus and stuff back in, right. Try to put a bandage on top of the infection, try to like stitch up the infection, never going to work. She has to let that stuff out, right. The infection has to come out or else it's not going to heal completely. And that's really what's happening. If she keeps bringing the past up over and over, there's an infection kind of sitting in there that needs to be cleared out. The way it gets cleared out is, again, you actually listening and understanding, seeing the wound, right? And then whatever that wound is, starting to like behave in a different way. So again, if it was a trust issue, when you start acting in a trustworthy way, worthy way that's what's going to heal it, okay? If it was a neglect issue, you actually starting to prioritize her, that's going to, that is what will start healing it. Okay. It's your behavior. That's going to do it. It's not so much the, you know, um, the words that are going to help, right? 
what she'll probably say is, oh yeah, you say all the right things, but you don't do anything, right? And she's right. So, you know, your job is again, first you listen, okay? That helps heal it, that helps drain it. But then the way that you actually start healing it is by behaving in a new way consistently. So again, if her main hurt, her main injury is you not being trustworthy, the way you heal it is you be trustworthy. If the main way you have hurt her is by not prioritizing her, you start prioritizing her, right? And those are typically like the big ones. If the main way of her is by not listening, you start listening to her, right? You make a real effort to do that. That's what starts healing it, okay? It's not the words, it's not giving you a certain formula of words to say, right? It's actually you behaving in a new way that's going to help it heal, okay? So here's the new way that you can deal with it, right? So your wife brings up the past. You didn't take out the trash. It's just like when you didn't support me with your parents, okay? So first you try to listen to her pain right? Look, you're right. I didn't support you. Why I don't follow through on things like the trash, it's like I'm not supporting you again. That probably makes you feel really lonely and really sad, right? So then what can happen is your wife brings up like more of the past, right? So again, you just keep listening to her pain. Yeah, that's got to be really hard, right? You repeat it until she feels heard. Repeat it until she feels understood. You know, she's going to feel crying or she's going to be relieved, right? And you comfort her, right? Just say, hey, look, you know what? I didn't support you. The only way that I'm going to help you feel better, right, is by supporting you, right? Is by following through on the things that I say. I need to do that. And I didn't do it here. So yeah, I'm sorry. Of course, that reminds you of of the hurt in the past, right? The only way I can do it is by behaving differently over time. Okay. That's going to help you so much, right? So here's why it works, right? Instead of being defensive, telling her to move on or making it about you, you, you make it about her, right? You let the wound drain out. You let her tell her that stuff. You understand her perspective. You see the wound, right? That's what helps her heal, right? You listen, you understand her, right? And then you address whatever that big issue is. You know what? Yeah, I wasn't trustworthy. The only way I'm going to really help you with that is by showing you over time that I can be trustworthy. You know what? You're right. I didn't listen to you. The only way I can really help you with that is by showing you over time that I'm going to listen to you, Right? So even by just listening to her in the moment, you're helping her heal too, right? Because that's different because you're actually prioritizing her. You're actually getting into her shoes. You actually have empathy, right? All that stuff is stuff that you missed before. And typically the stuff that hurts women is selfish behaviors and hurtful behaviors, right? So when you actually listen and try to understand her, that's the opposite, right? You are not being selfish. You're being caring towards her. Okay. So, Again, those other responses, they actually show that you haven't changed at all. You're still being selfish and uncaring and acting superior to her, right? And we get defensive, tell her to move on, all of that. It's actually like opening that wound back up even more, right? We're just telling her to close it up with the infection. That's another analogy you can think of with it, okay? Now, there may be times, right, that she might just keep going. Your, your wife might move into a territory that is more abusive. She might start yelling and screaming, throwing things, cursing at you, being just like super over the top mean, right? That can happen. So at that point, you need to let her know, hey, like that behavior, it's not appropriate. And I'm going to step away until we can have a more reasonable conversation, right? You can't control her, right? You can't be like, don't talk to me like that, right? You can say that, but it's not going to be very effective. You just say, hey, you know, that way of behavior, that's not going to work. So I'm going to leave until we can have a more calm, calm conversation. Okay. What you don't want to do is try to also descend to that level, right? Start yelling, screaming, cursing back. Okay. 
So you tell you want to understand her, but that behavior, it's not going to be acceptable. So that's just saying appropriate boundaries, right? Because again, like talking about wounds and stuff, like her wounding you is not the solution. That's not going to make her feel better, right? And you allowing her to like wound you to this degree is not going to help anybody, right? Just isn't, that's an eye for an eye situation. That's not what Jesus teaches, right? It doesn't end up with healing for anybody, right? More wounds doesn't create more healing, okay? So you step away, you know, you come back and you try to understand more later. Again, that sets a good boundary. It sets a good precedent for you, for your kids if they're watching, right? All of that. The other thing that you need to know is like, sometimes it's hard to really be in that understanding place, right? And kind of a shortcut around this is just to, you know, tell her, look, yeah, the only way I'm going to help you heal from this is by changing my behavior, right? She's like, yeah, these so many times you've done this and this. You're like, yep, you're right. I've totally done those things. And, you know, that must feel really awful for you. And the only way I can really help you with that is by making sure that I do things differently, that I listen, right? So I'm trying to do that now, you know, that I follow through on my commitments. You're right. I didn't. Let me go take the trash out right now, right? Because I want to, I want to be different. And that's the only way I can help you, right? It's by actually behaving in a, in a new way, right? That's what's going to help her heal. Understanding plus changing the behavior, those two things, right? Because without, without, I mean, if you just change your behavior without kind of addressing the pain, you know, that will help, but she's still always going to have that sort of fear. So when you can address that fear and change the behavior, that's what is the best. Okay. The, if you understand her without changing, that's also a problem, right? Now you got to be patient with yourself and, you know, just say, Hey, look, I am changing. I might make some mistakes along the way, but I want you to know, like, I see this as a problem that I don't follow through on my commitments. And, you know, I want to help you heal by making sure I keep my commitments. Okay. So you understand her, that must be really hurtful for you. And here's how I'm, you know, making a difference. So, uh, the other thing you can do again, though, if she's just like, if you just feel yourself, man, you know, I can't listen to one more thing that I did wrong right now. You can just tell her like, look, I hear what you're saying, but I feel myself getting really overwhelmed or angry. And I know that's making it about me and I don't want to do that, but I just, I need a break, right? I need to take a break. I need to manage my emotions. I need to leave right this second, but I do want to continue this conversation later, right? And she might still get more mad, but it doesn't matter, right? If you are feeling yourself get to where you're going to hurt her more. And again, this is a key, like thinking about injuries is a really good way to think about this. If you find yourself in a place where you're going to like strike back and feel that anger come out and you're trying to kind of injure her back, it's time to stop, right? So just take a break, walk away until you're not in that hurtful energy. Okay. All right. So in summary, your wife is bringing up the past because she's hurt, right? And something you're doing now is reminding her of a similar hurt in the past, right? That's what's happening. Okay. She's got a wound. You've done something that's kind of irritated that wound. Okay. Yeah. It's like an infected wound, right? So instead of talking about your hurt, oh, you hurt me when you talk about this or trying to bandage or like sew up an infected wound by telling her to just move on, right? Or acting superior to her by saying, well, why can't you just forgive me? Right. What you do instead is you try to deeply understand her, right? You get into her shoes. You let her tell you about it, right? You understand her emotions until she feels relieved, till she feels understood. Maybe she's even crying about it, right? So 
and then you change the behavior, right? And you do that consistently. Okay. Whatever it was that you did to hurt her, you've got to change that, right? And show her it's not going to happen again. Okay. So again, understanding plus behavior change, that's the solution. That's the healing for her. Okay. So if you can't do it right then, you know, let her know and step away until you can, right? That can happen. If it gets abusive, set appropriate boundaries, talk again later, right? But those are the keys, right? And then if she's crying, go ahead, support her in it, you know, and apologize, right? Let her know you're going to be there for her from now on. Okay. You know, if you're in that moment where she's crying, oh, you know, can't believe you did this to me. Like, yeah. You know, I'm so sorry I did that. And I want you to know I'm going to be here for you. She's like, well, how can you say that? You have to show me. You're like, you're right. I do have to show you. And, you know, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Now it is. So, and again, don't ask her to trust you, right? Tell her you're going to earn back her trust. It's because a lot of guys, you know, they'll get in that moment. They're like sad. She's kind of like opening up a little bit to them. And, and then they'll be like, come on. Like, you just have to trust me. It, she doesn't, right? She can't trust you. That's the whole point that the wound is there, right? She's like, look, you're hurt. I hurt you. The way I'm going to heal that is by showing you over time, right? Earning your trust back, keeping my promises, right? So that's what I need to do. Okay. She'd be like, yeah, well, I hope you do, right? You're like, yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) And if you want help doing that, right? So the way that we do that in my program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy, is we find these problematic behaviors of thinking, feeling, and acting, right? Whether that's being untrustworthy, whether that's not listening, whether that is not prioritizing her, whatever it is that she's complaining about, right? So we find those problem behaviors. We create new ones, new attractive ones, right? Following through on commitments, listening, prioritizing her, doing those things, right? And then we repeat them over and over until we can't get it wrong. It's just how your brain works, right? You have patterns right now that are negative. We put in ones that are positive and we just repeat them until that's our new habit, right? We use mental rehearsal because look, let's say, again, it's uh, it's like uh, taking out the trash thing. It's uh, you lost your wife's trust. Now you got to be trustworthy every time. So we get really good at making sure whenever we say, I will do this, we follow through, right? So we mentally rehearse all of that. It also means sometimes we have to say no to more things, right? So we mentally rehearse that. So we do an integrity inventory that makes us make sure we're following through on what we say, right? So again, all this we do in the program to make sure that your wife can heal, right? That you can help her heal by becoming a man who is spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually strong, Okay, who can rebuild trust, communication, and intimacy, and all the while following Christian principles. So if you're a high achieving Christian man, you want to have that intimate marriage. You want to, you know, if your marriage is okay, but you want a better sex life, right? We can help with that. If you just don't have mental, emotional intimacy right now, if you like roommates, we can help with that. If it's something more severe, like infidelity, right? We can help with that. If it's more severe, even more like there's separation or, or you know, even divorce talks, you know, we can help with all that. So come over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Click on work with me. You'll fill out an application. You got to fill that out before we have our call. <laughs> so schedule a call, fill out the application. We'll review it on the call and I will see you there. Strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Click on work with me. All right. Stay strong men. And I will see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes. And share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. 
I'll see you there.